Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Skoyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for participating and listening to us. And today, with Jim, we are going to be going through a cluster points from Ren Channel One to Ren Six. These are very commonly used point, and uh, uh, I enjoy. And uh, hopefully, we can uh, give you some um, uh, general and specific guidances on these uh, very special and unique points. So, with me, Jim. Jim's going. How are you, Jim? I'm fine. I'm also looking forward to discussing these points. So, how are you feeling after your hike? Well, I still feel the muscles in my legs, but thank you very much. Yeah, that was a tough hike. So, thank you for hiking with me. So, let's uh, talk about these points. <clears throat> the first one is Ren One, Huiyin, and Huiyin is a point. That is uh, located in specific area of genitals,、uh, where Jim will give us some idea how you can locate this point.、Uh, basically, Hui Yin means、uh, meeting in, where the Yin、uh, meets together, and Yin usually means the genitals or the in portion of the, our body. It could also means the two in orifices,、uh, which means. Uh, the urethra as well as the anus area. So this is located between two in. It's an original point. It's a shall we say origination point of the Ren, the Du, and the Chong channel. And since the Ren channel、uh, governs over all the in channels, and is the sea of all the in meridians and in channels, and since this point is the origination. Of this particular channel, and uh,、um, so therefore,、uh, we consider this is the meeting of all the ins.、Uh, so、uh, that's actually the meaning uh, of this uh, the point, and it has other names. It sometimes is called Xia Yin Bie, sometimes is called Ping Yi, sometimes is called Jin Men, sometimes is called Shen Tian. Sometimes it's called Haidi.、Uh, Haidi means bottom of the sea, and sometimes it's called Xiaji. Xiaji is like CV uh Ren. I'm sorry, Ren three, where Zhongji. Xiaji means the lower portion, the lower extreme. So that's some of the naming. At this point, originates from Zhenjiu Jiayijin, and it says Hui Yin. Another name is called Ping Yi, is in the midpoint between、uh, rectum as well as urethra. So that is、uh, the description of this point. So Jim, how would you locate this point? The point Ren One is in the middle of the perineum in males between the anus and the scrotum, and in females between the anus and the posterior labial commissure. So it's in the middle, and as you know, the perineum area can actually be quite large of an area. Do you actually just go to the center of it? I do, I do. Basically, needling, I I choose the point in the middle. Okay, 
Wonderful. And as uh, characteristics, this point is the Renmai, uh, it's the, as I say, the meeting point of the Chong, Zhu, and Ren channel. It's actually also considered to be a branch or the law point, one of the law point of the Ren channel, the Ren channel. It has the action of waking up the spirit, calms fright, regulate functions of both urethra as well as rectum. It regulates both the mechanism of qi of yin and yang. It clears a lower jaw damp heat. And uh, since this is the beginning point of a ren channel, it frequently can be used for emergency situations. So, Jim, what are some of the primary indications you would use this point for? Well, the first action for me would be a local action on genital complaints, uh, including genital pain and swelling. Uh, a second indication due to its proximity to the anus would be anal complaints, including hemorrhoids. So those are two main local actions I would use this point. I'm well aware of some others, but I'll, I look forward to you explaining some of the indications of the classics. So in your own <clears throat> personal experience, when have you and what situation have you used this point? Uh, one, the most recent case was a case of uh, um, genital pain following hemorrhoid uh, operation. It wasn't just the pain, but it was a dysfunction in the area with some erection problems. But it was following a damage to the uh, uh, nerve in that area, and it was following a hemorrhoid operation. So that was the most recent one. A previous indication to that that I recall would be a uh, complaint of extreme vaginitis with irritation of the female genital, genitalia and with uh, redness and swelling and pain uh, progressing into the perineal area, perineum area, peritoneal area, or perineum, sorry. Uh, that's wonderful. And uh, I personally have used it for prostate issue quite a bit. Uh, prostatitis um, and situation of prostate enlargement and creating uh, retention of urine issues. Uh, some of this situation, I find it to be um, emergency point and actually effective point for those issues, especially when the pain and discomfort is so great. Um, I also have used that for fistula as well as hemorrhoids for, like what you were saying, uh, for female patients, that has worked uh, pretty well. I do wonder, can you use this point? And I, I believe, of course, we can use other point for, you know, analogous issues. Like when we say we treat the bottom for something in the head area. Um, interesting enough, I don't really see uh, a lot of description of that. Uh, I see mostly all in the lower jaw conditions, but not in the upper jaw condition. Can you imagine maybe that, maybe not acupuncture, maybe because we can maybe use other uh, points for that, but is there, um, if somebody massages that point, do you think it might be good for uh, headache or sinus issues? Or since the reversing 
um, the reverse area of the meeting point of the other side of meeting point is the Ren and Du channel of the Sui Gou, of the water ditch right underneath the nostril area. What do you think? Do you think it can be used for treating those conditions? Yeah, based on my uh, knowledge and application of channel and collateral theory, the uh, beginning point on a channel can treat the area of the distal point where it's located. As you're saying, when you said the Shui Gu, that's also Renzong uh, uh, or the Du uh, 26 point area, right? So we could do that. We could also use that point to treat other areas along the channel, perhaps uh, at the top of the head, etc. Um, uh, however, I think of the obvious is the point is in a, 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 a location which is not always the most sympathetic to needle, to express it that way. And so many practitioners avoid it. I do also know that it's used the point in uh, some classical indications for indications like uh, loss of consciousness, of course, that would be affecting the head as well, specifically secondary to drowning or or suffocation uh, due to uh, um, an emergency situation like this. So I think the main applications for me have, were, have been local just because of the uh, dynamic of the point in that area. Thank you, Jim. That was great. So as combination, there's actually a lot of classical um, and contemporary combination pairs. We can combine Ren 1 with San, Jiao, uh, San Yin Jiao, Spleen 6, <clears throat> for the treatment of postpartum stroke or postpartum fainting. Uh, and we can combine with bladder 57 and 40 to the treatment of hemorrhoids. We can also combine with lung ten. Lung ten is uh, has a in nourishing and sedating a heat. One nourishes the in, one sedates the heat, and that's very very good for excessive sweating, excessive sweating of the genitalia area. Um, and actually, some people has used it uh, sometimes for the excessive sweating of the palms, but. I think it's for the genitalia works the best in that situation. Uh, Ren 1 also can be combined with Ren 3 as well as Gallbladder 21. Uh, that has uh, a very strong effect in the treatment of difficult labor during the time of difficult labor or during the time of incomplete discharge of product of conception and placenta where the contraction of uterus is weak. And that has been used for that. Uh, or uh, inability to have a, a uh, effective uh, cervical ripening during the time of a labor process. We can also combine with lung nine um, to treat any kind of B syndrome, any kind of pain conditions. We can also combine with REN6 as well as stomach 20A for the treatment of prolapse of any kind of vaginal area. Um, we can also combine with DO26 for the treatment of uh, drowning. We can also combine with Sanjiao uh, 6 for the treatment of itchiness in the external genitalia. We can also combine 
with uh, bladder 23 for the treatment of nocturnal emission. So this is some of the combination that I can find quite a bit. I am shocked because in the sense that it's not a point that clinically we like to use it since in the genital area, it's kind of embarrassing and considered for privacy concerns. But in Chinese medicine, there's actually quite a discussion on some of the uh, point combinations. So how would you needle this point? Well, uh, generally speaking, it's best needled perpendicularly uh, with a depth of 0.5 to 1 sun. On occasion, uh, I've needled it slightly oblique, uh, trying to get a little nerve-like sensation on the pudundal nerve, but generally speaking, perpendicularly. Um, you can also max this point, uh, but there is definitely a place where you must use this point carefully for pregnant women. For pregnant women. So let's go to the classics of Ren One. So Zhenjiu Jiaijin says that this point is a meeting point of uh, Du Channel as well as the Chong Channel together with Ren Channel. It's a branch. It's a low connecting point. And Zhen Jiu Jai and Jin continue to discuss how this point can be used for urinary difficulties, uh, abdominal pain, vaginal and external genitalia itchiness, hemorrhoids, um, as well as uh, difficulties in bowel movement, and even hyperlibido, where there's hypersensitivity of the genitals where it can uh, be reduced or bring back to balance. Um, it can also be used for hernia and useful cold, coldness feeling in men in that area. Tong and Su Xie continue to speak the same thing as Zhen Jiu Jin, but add on to that this can be used for irregular menstruation and also for meanness for people who has very negative connotation and a mean streak about them. Very interesting use of a point. And Zhen Jiu Zhi Zhen Jin talk about this can be used for postpartum uh, fainting, postpartum fainting by Maxa Ren One as well as Spleen Six. Zhen Jiu Ju Yun talk about how this point can be used for people who have lost consciousness <clears throat> and uh, stimulating this point need only one sun to tonify or drowning. Uh, it can be also used for drowning situation. And uh, so this is uh, classics. And if we go to research, <clears throat> there's quite a bit of research in this. The very first thing before we go into research Self-care, self-massage. By gently using the middle finger, massage this point one to three minutes every day, uh, getting a little bit sore in that area, actually is very good in reducing, especially in men, especially in men, not in women, but especially in men, uh, it actually can regulate genitalia issues for men. For example, uh, prostate issues. Um, and that's, that's been, uh, been known to be very helpful. So, these are some of the research. The very re first research is that it has some autoimmune system regulation, especially in a situation uh, of any kind of vaginal, um, vaginal issues um, where you have um, 
uh, sclerosing. <clears throat> What's that condition called where you lose your pigment? Uh, sclerosing. Um, guys, I'm blanking out. Uh, but uh, in that situation where you start to lose all the pigments <clears throat> in the vaginal area, uh, we can use for that. And uh, uh, especially when you combine with uh, REN1 as well as REN2, it can increase uh, its immune function, so to reduce any kind of autoimmune function as well. Number two, it can also change breathing. Uh, it can actually change, uh, interesting enough, uh, change how we breathe to improve breathing functions. Um, especially in animals. So for stopping breathing respiration, this can be used as an emergency point for in animals. That's the animal study. And number three, it has been used to treat post, like what uh, Dr. Scoyne says, post-rectal um, post surgery pain, post-rectal surgery pain. Um, and number four, it can be used for uh, incontinence of the urine. That's where that you can also moxa the point, moxa the point. And number five, you can use it for any kind of uh, sacral pain or sacral fracture caused with urinary difficulties. So these are just some of the things that I want to share with you. And Jim, do you have anything else to add? Just one quick point, uh, when you're talking about REN1 as being an, uh, uh, a low point, it, I think in, in a sense, I'm sure there's a classical reference to that, but it uh, probably it's because it connects with the Dumai at least, and we have that yin-yang pairing that is typical of the low channel. But generally speaking, the listener's probably thinking that the REN15 point is in modern text, considered the the low point and can work also like a low point as well. So just mentioning that uh, REN1 as a low point connecting yin and yang and the REN15, which we'll talk about later as well. Yeah, I think we have a good discussion when we get to that point because the whole connotation of low or branching is frequently used to understand the branching to other channels. And But in some ways, when you talk about low, sometimes it's uh, also the location and not just connecting to channels. Sometimes it's connecting to organs. But we'll talk about that later on that. So are we ready to go to REN2? <clears throat> We're ready. All right. REN2 is Chiku. Chiku is basically a point that is, uh, has many different names. Uh, sometimes it's called Niao Bao Hui Gu. Chigu, which is another different name, Chigu Duan, and that is some of the different names. And it originates from Zhenjiu Jia Yujin, where it discusses about the location of this point. So, what's the meaning of this point, Chigu? Well, Chi means bend or curved, Gu means bone. And this point is located very much on a pubic bone. And this pubic bone is somewhat curved, almost look like a little crescent moon. So therefore, this point is called a chigu, chigu. And uh, so that's the name, uh, the connotation and the definition of this name. So Jim, how would you locate this point? Well, it's, as you say, directly superior to the pubic symphysis. 
and on the anterior abdominal midline. Great. And uh, this point is an intersecting or meeting point of the foot drain channel, liver channel, as well as the ren channel, as well as ren channel. And in some texts, you will find that some texts will say that it's also a meeting point of the spleen and the kidney channel as well, kidney channel as well. So in action-wise, this point can benefit the urine, regulate menstruation, and stopping pain. It clears heat and tonify kidney, and it responds to the urinary bladder. Therefore, it is commonly used to benefit the urinary bladder. Since this is also a point that connects with the liver channel, as well as uh, liver channel, basically. So it can be used a lot for liver channel diseases and disorders. Um, so that's some of the actions. So, Jim, what's the primary indication you would use this point for? Well, I would list general complaints, including general pain and swelling. Again, relating it to, as you say, the liver channel, uh, as well as its location uh, in the low abdomen, lowest portion of the abdomen. Also, urinary complaints, uh, complementing uh, and uh, being used similar to CV3 for bladder disorders, CV3 being the moo point or alarm point for the bladder, and also simply low abdominal pain and distension, so a local action in that area. Yeah, to agree with you, this point is very much of a urinary bladder point. Even though it's not a moo point of the bladder, you could almost say that this is the, the little sister or little brother point of the REN3 later on we'll talk about. It's a tree used for bladder infections, uh, used for in, uh, um, incontinence and continence of the urine, uh, for testicular infections, testicular inflammation, prostate inflammation, uh, eczema in the genitalia area, um, prolapse of the uterus, or um, incomplete discharge of product of conception. So this is what a lot of modern use, and so I, I totally agree with you. So let's go into point combination. <clears throat> Very much a frequently used point, frequently combined with stomach 28 and spleen 6 for the treatment of um, incontinence uh, of urine. We can also use spleen, three, spleen 6 and the bladder soup point for the treatment of um, uh, urinary bladder infection. We can combine with Shui spleen 10, and Feng Si, gallbladder 31, I think, uh, for the treatment of external uh, genitalia uh, eczema. And uh, Qigu continue to combine with, um, you can also use spleen uh, 6 only to uh, basically use for postpartum uh, fainting. We can combine with lung. Interesting combination. This is uh, what we have used before. You can combine with lung 10 uh, for the treatment of excessive sweating, excessive um, perspiration in the external genitalia. That seems to be very similar to the REN1. Um, again, also similar to REN1, we can combine with uh, uh, basically uh, uh, REN3 and gallbladder 21 
for the treatment of causing uterine contraction, getting rid of uh, and treatment of difficult labor, as well as uh, incomplete discharge of the placenta. Uh, we can combine with uh, REN4 and stomach 28 uh, for the treatment of impotence. We can uh, combine uh, with um, REN3, spleen 6, and Bai Hui, um, Gumbling Vessel 20, as well as Intang for the treatment of urinary incontinence as well. So these are just some of the combinations. So Jim, do you have anything to add? Otherwise, we can go to the needling. I'll go right to the needling, but I'll mention a little bit of the needling technique with this one. First of all, generally speaking, I could mention a perpendicular direction, uh, 0.5 to 1 soot, although I know colleagues who try to needle it deeper, and I do needle the following points of the end channel a little bit deeper in some cases, but generally keep this one down to a depth of one sun. Second point is I often, in using it for the bladder and or for genital complaints, I often press superiorly to the point with my supporting hand while manipulating the needle. Usually it's a combination of lifting and thrusting, a very short thrust method and rotation. And in pressing above, I'm trying to get a descending propagation of chi sensation to go into the low abdomen and into the genitals. And that's how I would recommend needling this point. Uh, you know, there are people who is very skinning. And, uh, I mean, would you be concerned in a situation you might puncture the bladder? I mean, is there a certain safe depth? Yes, well, first of all, that's going to vary according to the individual, as you're saying. But the bottom line is it is important for the listener to recognize that on any of the REN points from REN 2 to REN uh, 7 in the low abdomen, there's a risk at entering the peritoneal cavity if one needles too deeply and perhaps in this area of REN 2, 3, and 4 affecting the urinary bladder. So, yes, one should uh, be aware of the... Um, uh, possibility of injuring an organ on deep insertion. That's an important point. But within this relative sun measurement of one sun, it's fairly safe for me. There's also, we're uh, affecting directly the linea alba, the tendon in the middle of the abdomen, when we needle the points uh, in the low abdomen. In this case, we'll talk about the upper abdomen after that. But basically, you should feel, therefore, the resistance of the needle. And I'll get into that linea alba or that tendon when I'm needling it, but I often don't proceed deeply through that tendon. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about classics. Thank you, Jim. That's very helpful. So in the classic, Sun Jiu Jai Jin talk about how this is a branching point of a Ren channel, very similar to Ren 1, that it communicates with a Du channel as well as Chong channel, almost in the sense that it intersects those two channels. Um, Sun Jiu Jai Jin continue to talk about how this point is used for bladder distension, difficulty in urination, uh, and uh, in a situation of breached presentation, as well as drowning situation, as well as uh, vaginal uh, white and red leukorrhea discharges, um, as well as for uh, vaginal and genital pain, uh, abdominal uh, pelvic fullness, as well as uh, um, retention of urine. So quite a bit. That's what Senju Jiajin gives to us. 
and tonglen suxie uh, adds on to that hernia, uh, the issue of hernia. And Zhenjiu Da Chen talk about how this can be used when there's abdominal coldness, abdominal coldness. Zhenjiu Juyun is more talk about emergency for people who have lost consciousness, just like very similar to Ren Wan. You can use this point if it's not appropriate to use Ren Wan. You can use this Ren Two point. And Pu Ji Huang, same thing, uses the same understanding of Ren Wan, that this can be used also for irregular menstruation and coldness of the genitalia in men. Um, and Tong and Sushi talk about how this point can be used for vaginal itchiness, vaginal itchiness. So in uh, research, uh, you can, first of all, in massage, you can massage this point gently to help to regulate urinary functions and irregular menstruation. There's several research. The very research has a lot to do with the bladder. It has a regulation function in the distendability of the bladder. Um, and, uh, and also it shows, though, has a lot to do with it changes according to the manipulation, the method of a manipulation. So, for example, if you needle this point, you can actually relax the bladder. And so when the uh, distension force is so strong, when you needle this, it will relax. And, uh, but if you stimulate uh, the point strongly, it actually can increase the bladder contraction, it actually increases the pressure inside. Uh, but then if you stop needling, then the bladder relaxes. So it really changes depending on how strong your needling is. And the other research have shown uterine contraction, very similar to the bladder contraction. If you combine with spleen 4 as well as stomach 36, it effectively helps to regulate the contraction of the uterus, right? contraction of the uterus. And then, uh, uh, and then there is a, a situation of combining with Hui Yin, Ren Wan, for the treatment of urinary incontinence. Urinary incontinence. So this is all the research I want to share. Uh, Jim, anything else to add before we go on to Ren Three? Well, thank you for that information uh, on Ren Two from the classics and the research. Let's go on to Ren Three now. I just want to explain that REN3 is, you know, it's a little bit higher. So a lot of times people choose this point in a sense of, in some ways, uh, people might be shy. You don't want them to take the pants down or the underwear down a low, uh, low way. So a lot of times I have to uh, really teach my patient it's appropriate to use REN3 instead of REN2 if that's appropriate, uh, because uh, they treat very similar function. There's some differences, but there's some similar function. So let's go in. Ren 3, Zhongji. Uh, Zhongji comes with different points, different names for Qiyuan, Yuquan, Pangguanmu, as well as Qiyu are some of the names of this point. It originates from Huangdi Neijin Su Wen Gu Kongrun, where you talk about uh, in uh, uh, the location of this point on the Learn Channel. Now, Zhongji, uh, it, Zhong means in the center, and it usually denotes uh, the center of the body somewhere. And since in the center, it basically means it's a sagittal, uh, sagittal nine. And Ji 
is basically the extreme or the most important, most important. And since this is in the center of the um, of midnight, and is the goes to treat the most important uh, treatment for the baogong uterus, for the uh, essence. Um, therefore, it's the most extreme, the most important point. So that's why sometimes it's called zongji, zongji. But interesting enough, <clears throat> there's also using the perspective that if you take the head measurement all the way to the uh, uh, toe or foot measurement, zongji for some people consider this is actually in the middle. It's actually the midpoint of the length of the whole body. So it's in some ways in the middle of the body. That's what sometimes it's called. So Jim, how would you locate this point? Uh, this third point on the Ren channel is located on that abdominal, anterior abdominal midline, and it's one sun superior to the pubic symphysis, or one sun superior to Ren 2. And since it's a move point of the bladder channel, it's also an intersecting point of the spleen, the kidney, as well as liver, as well as the Ren channel. Okay, as well as the Ren channel. And it has an action of benefiting kidney, raises young, regulate, channel, uh, regulate menstruation, stop vaginal discharge. It helps in strengthening the qi hua, the qi transformation function of the urinary bladder. It regulates the bao gong, and it, release, it benefits and releases damp heat. So this is just some of the action uh, of what this point does. What are some of the primary uh, indications, Jim? We'll start with the general complaints like REN2, and uh, that includes general pain and swelling. Also, urinary complaints. Of course, this would be a main indication. Uh, many, many micturation complaints like dysuria or frequent urination, etc., maybe due to a, a deficiency or excess, but particularly with an excess damp heat pattern. I'd like to also mention... Uh, bladder problems or urinary complaints secondary to prostate complaints in male and men as well. Uh, low abdominal pain would be another indication of uh, low abdominal pain distension. And here we want to mention uh, gynecologic complaints, uh, uh, menstrual complaints, even vaginal complaints like leukorrhea. Thank you, Jim. And I think just what I was saying is very similar to bladder 2. I mean, not bladder 2, REN2. So I think in some ways it's a good substitute point of a bladder two if uh, you feel uncomfortable going that low. I think uh, bladder three is, I mean, not bladder, REN three is a good point to use. And in point combination, there's a lot of point combination with this point. Just similarly as the other two points, you can combine with spleen six for treatment of impotence. Uh, you can combine with uh, spleen, uh, did I say spleen six? Yeah, I did. You can combine with um, basically Yinin Quan, uh, spleen nine for the treatment of uh, uh, nocturnal emission. Combined with large intestine 4, spleen 6 for the incomplete discharge of a product of conception. You can combine with bladder supoin, uh, is the fun move and the su kind of treatment for the regulation of bladder functions, especially for irregularity of urination. 
you can combine with uh, REN4, Spleen6, uh, Spleen9 uh, for the treatment of urinary retention uh, or dysuria. You can combine with uh, REN5 to actually uh, do some activating blood function to uh, treat uh, blood stagnation, uh, amenorrhea, as well as uh, uh, vaginal discharge issues. You can also combine with the uh, uterus point uh, and sunning gel spleen 6 for treatment of irregular menstruation. You can combine with kidney soup, bladder 23 point, combine with spleen 6 as well as Gen 4 for the treatment of irregular menstruation, impotence, nocturnal emission, uh, type of things. You can uh, combine with uh, uh, REN5 again, come back REN5, uterus point, bladder 23, as well as spleen 6 for treatment of excessive uh, or abnormal uterine bleeding. So these are some of the combinations. You got anything to add, Jim? No, though you mentioned most of them. I'll just go right into needling then. This is a point like REN2, I like to needle perpendicularly, but I like to press a superior to the point gently to get a descending propagation of cheese sensation into the low abdomen or to the genitals. Uh, the depth being, again, 0.5 to 1 sun. In certain cases, it could be needled a little bit deeper with caution, but again, not penetrating into the peritoneal cavity is an important point to make. Yeah, there's actually, in some textbooks, it discuss about that you must only needle this point if the patient has emptied their bladder. So that's a very interesting thing we tend to overlook, especially when they have a full bladder. I think it could create some problem in that situation. So uh, there's also a situation of discussion very similarly to REN1, REN2, that you must use with care, during pregnancy, use care during pregnancy. Uh, so that is uh, the needle in the classics. Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin talk about how this is the meeting point of the foot, all the first three in point with a Ren channel. Uh, and Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin talk about how this point can be used for hernia, can be used for pelvic pain, can be used for um, difficulty breathing, uh, hunger but could not eat, coldness, abdominal distension, pelvic pains, uh, nocturnal emission, vaginal uh, itchiness, um, mammary gland issues, um, and um, just oh, vaginal, uh, vaginal itchiness, uh, amenorrhea. So quite a bit of discussion about that and tone and sushi adds on to it, uh, bladder infection issues, the five Lin syndrome, um, impotence, uh, edema, and zhenjiu datsun adds on to that. Also a lot of gynecological issues, as well as any dys, uh, dysperineunia, as well as any kind of vaginal pain. And Lei Jin Tui talk about how a lot of these points, such as REN2 and REN3, especially you should not max out during pregnancy. So there's just some of the, uh, the discussions. And let's go uh, to research. Uh, you can do self-care. Uh, massaging this point is actually very helpful for genitalia issues. Um, there is some very interesting research in this point whereby needling REN3 uh, zhongji, uh, uh, stomach 20A and spleen 10 and other points 
can actually um, helpful in basically in increasing ovarian tissue growth and help to solicit and increase follicular count. So since that there is some new um, luteal and luteinizing body, so there seems to be a possibility of a, a stimulation in this pituitary and to the gonad uh, uh, axis kind of issue. It also has been known to also treat for uh, impotence. Uh, later on, there's also a, a study that using REN3 combined with uh, CV4 uh, to also improve delayed ovulation, delayed ovulation. The other research shows that this is a very strong point to increase and decrease the tension of a bladder. You can do both in this situation. Um, and it is also a study that shown that if you needle to and obliquely toward REN2 combined with spleen 6 as well as spleen 8, um, it can be used to help to release urination release urination, and that is use uh, the treatment method is a uh, sedation method and 15 to 20 minutes retention of needle and every five minutes you stimulate it and come back every five minutes stimulate it and uh, um, once every day. There's also research shows that it's very good for uh, male impotence and male uh, sexual dysfunction. And there's uh, also shows it's good for irregular menstruation, painful period, and infertility. Uh, Combination of spleen six and also useful infertility. So that's all I have. Jim, you got anything to add? <laughs> that's quite a lot to have expressed. Thank you. Well, let's go on to REN4. I'd be afterwards interested in you comparing REN3 and REN4. Uh, well, there, in terms of the there, yeah, there's actually some differences, but uh, we'll go to it right away. Guanyuan, uh, <clears throat> uh, Ren4. Oh my God, it's just, there's so many different names. There's so many different textbooks. It's been known as Xia Ji, San Jie Jiao, Ci Men, Da Zhong Ji, Dan Tian, Guanyuan, Da Hai, Ni Sui, Chan Men, Xue Hai, Zi Gong, Li Ji, Jin Lu, Mingmen, Qihai, uh, Boyang, Mangzhiyuan, Xiamang. Is that enough? It sounds like you're ordering dinner for me. Thank I, you. I'm ordering Chinese takeout for you. Yes. <laughs> so as you can see, the importance of this point in the sense of not just acupuncture, but in cultivation, in Taoism, in spiritual cultivation, is considered to be the lower, the lower Dantian point. So, is where it originates, where it discusses about what it does, and in a sense of location of this point, which you will talk about for us. So, let's get to the point name, Guan Yuan. Guan means gate, or Guan frequently is also means closure or storage. Yuan means source or source qi. Where it's located, it's the location where it stores the human's source qi. So that's why it's called Guan Yuan. And that's the reasoning of this. And how would you locate this point? 
Uh, on the midline, two sun superior to the pubis symphysis or one sun superior to REN3. When you locate these points, uh, do you usually locate in a supine situation or do you locate with uh, sitting up or standing? Most time in a supine position, I'm locating and needling this point. So in a supine situation, if you have somebody who has a, let's say a guy who has a very large abdomen, yes. do you press the tissues upward or do you just, just let it fall wherever it is and just <laughs> use your hand? How do you do it? Well, I'll back up a step in terms of how I'm locating them. Generally speaking, by the female or the male, asking them to lo locate the lowest part of their abdomen, in other words, the pubis, symphysis pubis, they put their finger on it, and then I'm uh, either putting my small finger on it as well, but where their finger is, or visualizing where that is in terms of locating the zero point of my five, so unit measurement of the low abdomen. So then I proportionally uh, divide that five sun unit to locate my REN4 point, okay, using usually finger measurements in between to represent sun proportions. Now, in, in terms of a large belly on a male or a female, uh, anytime we, we we needle on a condition like this, we're approximating by our landmarks. So I'm looking at the landmark umb umbilicus, or the belly button, and this point where the patient is holding their CV2 and identifying proportions and needling pretty much perpendicularly at that point. That's great. Uh, love to see how you locate this point, also how you needle, because if there's a mountain there, it's going to be change your angle. It's going to change how you, you know, the needles that you put in there. But let's move on. Uh, the characteristic Guan Yuan is the mu point of the small intestine. And uh, uh, it's also intersecting point of the spleen, the kidney, the liver, and the Ren channel, just like the Ren 3, uh, very similarly. But <clears throat> there's one thing very interestingly, uh, where Huang Di Neijin actually says, Chong Mai originates from Guan Yuan. Now, this is very different than what we heard before from Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin, where Chong Mai originates from Ren Wan. But here, Wan Di Neijin Su Wen Ju Tong Ren says that it originates from Guan Yuan. So, it has an action of tonify and replenish the source qi. It guides and get rid of Lin syndromes. It tonifies qi, raises a yang, clears he, benefits dampness. It's a very good uh, self-care point. It's where the kidney, uh, the kidney dong qi is located. So it's basically what we call min fire. This is where it moves. And since it's very close to the bladder, very close to the uterus, obviously is used a lot for gynecological as well as a male andrological kind of conditions. Um, and since it's a move point of a small intestine, it can help to differentiate turbidity, help to benefit both your urination as well as rectum um, functions. Uh, so this is just some of uh, the uh, descriptions. So what are some of the primary indications, Jim? You think you mentioned most of them. I'll summarize for you with general complaints, including general pain and swelling, urinary complaints, a wide range of urinary complaints, 
lower abdominal pain, distension. I want to mention low back pain as well, low back pain based upon uh, anatomical and channel relationship, the wrenching treating the due channel as well as the low abdomen treating the low back. Uh, I'd also like to mention female complaints, including menstrual complaints uh, from amenorrhea to hypomenorrhea, as well as vaginal complaints like leukorrhea. And uh, male and female infertility issues would be a big indication, sexual dysfunction, and uh, many other indications, but those are the main ones I wanted to, to list here. And perhaps we could take a moment right here to look at how you might differentiate REN3 and REN4, since many of those indications are similar, not all, but some of them are different. Yeah, I'm going to add on to it is that the uh, REN4 right here starting to contemporary, you can actually start using for gastrointestinal issues, where that REN3 don't have that kind of leisure and ability. REN4, you can start using it for shock. You can use it for dysentery, uh, bacteria dysentery. You can to use for any type of colitis. Uh, so you can use you can use it of course for blood infection still you can use it for kidney infection, use it for PID pelvic inflammatory disease you can use it for testicular inflammation, uh, and not only that you can use it systemically so for example for um, anxiety depression and you can also use for hypertension hypertension so as you can see it's a little bit broader it's a little bit more systemic. And so it's quite different in a sense uh, relating to uh, REN3. Uh, REN3. That, that? that helps me, but I'd like to uh, point, uh, get a clear answer from you in terms of, say, uh, menstrual or female complaints. How would you differentiate between using REN3 and REN4? You could use them interchangeably together for the same indication, or do you differentiate according to patterns, one more for deficiency pay case and one more for excess? Well, some people say that for tonification, you should use uh, REN4 more. And for sedation, you can use REN3. Personally, I don't have that kind of preference. So some people say that. And some people say if you're going to want to get rid of damn heat or dampness, maybe REN3 is more effective than REN4. Water REN4 is better for warming. So maxibustion for REN4 or anytime you need to replenish the sore chi, then you want to use that more. So... I personally have seen you can do it either way. It's just and your methodology and how you combine with other points really helps. Your techniques really help. So I don't really have as much of a, a, a more flexible in that sense, shall we say. Um, but uh, uh, it's a, definitely a strengthening point for a lot of people. Now, that's, that's my understanding. What's your understanding, Jim? I appreciate your comments, and I think I understand that closely. Certainly, there are references and combinations suggesting the REN4 would be used for, for example, a yang collapse, an extreme yang deficiency condition with moxin, REN4, and REN6, and REN8, and other conditions where, because it's an intersection point of the yin channels, as well as, of course, the other ones, but it's often emphasized with a spleen 6 and a kidney 3 for yin deficiency patterns and so forth. But I, I agree. 
I've always had an issue with the the uh, proximity of these points being so close and and uh, also having similar indication and also agree with you that with certain point combinations they might have very similar aspect actions on excess or deficiency. Yeah, thank you. And I I would say this is much more moxibustion point compared to uh, REN3. Uh, this point is strongly, I mean, you know, if you think about it, one is small intestine, one is the move point of the bladder. I mean, in a traditional function, small intestine really deal a lot uh, with uh, urination in a traditional function. Uh, deals with the dampness, deals with the heat as well, and it uh, connects to the heart. So in some ways, that there are a lot of similarity between these two points. Okay, so let's move on to point combination. <clears throat> you can combine with REN3 for the treatment of frequent urination. You can combine spleen 6 and spleen 10 for the treatment of irregular menstruation. We can combine with DO4, a bladder 23, and kidney 3, and DO20 for the treatment of impotence. You can combine with spleen 9 for the treatment of infection, of bladder infections. You can combine with kidney 3 uh, for the treatment of chronic excessive diarrhea and lower abdominal pain. You can combine with kidney 1 point to tonify kidney for the treatment of nocturnal emission and lower back pain. We can combine with REN3 uh, and as well as liver 14, as well as REN5, as well as spleen 6. Did I say spleen 6 already? I think I did. Uh, for the treatment of chest distension, abdominal distension, hypochondria distension due to liver cheesestasis. We can treat palpitation when we combine bladder 20, uh, bladder Shinsu, Harsu, bladder 15. We can combine with bladder 23, spleen 6 for the treatment, which I think I said earlier, impotence, nocturnal emission, premature ejaculations. Combine with spleen 6 and spleen 8 for the treatment of dysmenorrhea. Combine with large intestine 4, stomach 36, as well as REN6 for the treatment of windstroke. We can combine with kin, uh, spleen 1, sorry, spleen 1, uh, spleen 10, and stomach 36 for the treatment of abnormal uterine bleeding. Do you have anything else to add? It's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. I can't top that. Let's go on to needling technique. And then I'll mention, again, similar to REN4, perpendicular, 0.5 to 1. So in certain cases, uh, 1.5 so in depth would be appropriate. I like to, again, stimulate it to get a sensation downward of cheese sensation. Also, reminding everyone to be careful about deep penetration so as not to enter the peritoneal cavity to injure an organ. I would want to add on this is a... Disease prevention moxibustion point, just like stomach 36, is a commonly used uh, moxa point for the prevention of illnesses and sicknesses as well as strengthening in its action. If we look at classics, we can be here the whole night, so I'm going to just focus on a few. Uh, Huang Di Nei Jin, Lin Su Han Re Bin, talk about how this point 
can be used when there's injury to the body, when there's excessive amount of bleeding, or if there is a wind cold invasion, where the patient is feeling really dizzy, lightheaded, very fatigued, tired, where that the limbs are really, uh, we say lazy or limbs are totally collapsed. Um, so this would be a very good point for it. And Zhenjiu Jiajin talk about how this point is when there's invasion of cold energy, cold pathogen into the pelvis, where you are vomiting, where you have injury, where you might see bleeding in the urine, where you can see frequent urination, where you can see abdominal uh, umbilicus pain, as well as lower back pain, uh, diarrhea, um, and uh, dizziness and headache or fever. Uh, we can use this point uh, always. Um, we can use it for infertility or stagnant blood that's been retaining inside and not be, being able to go away. Tong Nen Su Xian talk a lot about the same thing, but it add on to is also a very good point for vaginal discharge issues as well as zhenjia condition, as well as when we have amenorrhea, uh, as well as infertility. Zhenjiu Dazhen continue to add that, talk about how this is for seven kind of hernia, uh, for dizziness, for headache, uh, as well as uh, Lin syndromes, uh, and then Taiping Hui, Taiping Seng Hui Huang, talk about how Chipo says this is very for, very much used for cold uh, deficiency kind of condition. It's a main point for moxibustion. Lei Jin Tui talk about how this point is a storage point for essence in men and blood storage point in women. So this is a very good point to treat essence or blood conditions in both men and women. And Bian Chue Xin Su talk about how this is very important to moxa uh, between the time, between the summer and the autumn. By doing that, you can really reduce flus in the winter season. I guess this is kind of like the first flu shot, shall we say, in Chinese medicine. Um, Xi Hongfu talk about how this point is very good when you actually lose the ability to hold on your urine, basically urinary uh, incontinence. So that's classics. Let's go to research. Actually, I shortened the classics already. There's a lot more. So uh, the research, this is a nice point, first of all, as, as you can actually massage. And the way you massage is actually use your palm. You don't just use one finger. It's the whole area. You can use palm, press on that point, massage in circular motion. And that's very good for um, uh, reproductive functions. So some of the uh, research has shown this point is effective and influential in basic urinary issues, uh, in pituitary endocrine uh, changes, increases uh, 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 promotes ovulation, increases sperm productions, uh, very good for autoimmune condition, very good for immune system, uh, very good for bacteria dysentery, has been used for urinary uh, continence, has used for atrophic vaginitis, abnormal uterine bleeding, dysmenorrhea, uh, urinary uh, uh, incontinence and uh, actually uh, very good raising uh, blood pressure also as well to prevent uh, fainting um, so quite a bit quite a bit so that's all I have for this point very good yeah it's a pretty big one uh, so let's move on to run 5 <clears throat> 
Siben is a point that's also widely used. Sometimes it's called Li Ji, Jin Luo, Dan Tian, Min Men, Duan Tian, San Jiao Mu. So these are some of the different points the name for Siben. It originates from Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin and says Siben is the Mu point of the San Jiao where the Ren Qiangnou's energy resides in this area. Si means rock. Si also means, in some ways, hardening of the lower abdomen. And there's a saying that this point can be used as a contraceptive point or a birth control point. So we'll talk about today what it really does. This point really has that. Ben means gate. Ben means gate. So si ben actually is used to say that this can be helped to actually cause somebody uh, not be able to uh, uh, get pregnant. That's why it makes the gate become like a rock, so nothing can enter, so there is no, uh, shall we say, conception. So how would you locate this point? This one is three sun superior to the pubic symphysis, one sun superior to Ren 4. So close to REM4, one point is so good for fertility, and the other point tells you you're going to have contraceptive effect. It's just fascinating how close they are. So let's talk about this. Siban point is the Mu point of the Sanjiao channel. Sanjiao, I'm sorry, Sanjiao, uh, extraordinary organ. Uh, it sometimes has been known as an intersecting point of a Ren channel, spleen, liver, and kidney channel. Uh, it regulates qi, stop pain, uh, opens up waterway, tonify kidney, regulate menstruation, and relieve damn heat. Relieve damn heat. Uh, so, uh, how would you uh, use this point for? Well, I'll say it's in the low abdomen can be used, although it would be a secondary point for female complaints, some of the ones I've listed with the other points. Urinary complaints make sense as a Sanjiao Mu alarm point, treating dysuria, for example, and various Lin syndrome manifestations. Also simply low abdominal pain and distension. A last indication that you might relate it to is edema. Mm-hmm. Great. So I want to discuss about the contraceptive capability in a moment here. If we look at the classic Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin, where that it talks about how, you know, if you treat this point, you can actually cause infertility. So there's a lot of discussion among a lot of acupuncturists, and there's a consensus the consensus actually is very similar to a lot of consensus, but this consensus is that if you needle in a shallow way, just your normal shallow insertions, you actually can help with fertility. You can increase fertility. But if you needle deeply and you stimulate heavily, it actually can cause contraceptive effect. So, that's right now the more accepted understanding of this point. So stay tuned. Uh, I can tell you there's going to be a lot more discussion on that. But I just want to add on to what you add on, that this point frequently is used for gastroptosis, prolapse of your stomach, indigestion, appendicitis, chronic colitis, as well as hypertension. Uh, you can see there's a lot more gastrointestinal stuff now. 
And if we look at point combination, Ren Phi combines with uh, Sanjiao Su point to treat for urinary as well as genital issues, combined with Ren 4 to treat postpartum abdominal pain, combined with Sanjiao Su point, uh, like what we talked about earlier for abdominal distension and for urinary issues. We can also combine with um, uh, basically stomach 20A for the treatment of hernia, irregular menstruation. We can combine with REN9 for the treatment of lower abdominal pains. We can combine with spleen 6 to treat for increasing and improvement of fertility. We can MOXA, combine and MOXA REN4, REN6 for the treatment of Schalker syndrome. So, okay. do you have anything else to add, Jim? No, that was very thorough. Thank you. How would you needle it? This one is, again, similar to the previous points, a perpendicular insertion and uh, to the depth of 0.5 to 1 sun, and in, few, in some cases, 1.5 sun. Great. As I discussed earlier, if it's shallow, a gentle insertion and shallow, Gentle stimulation improves with fertility. Deep and heavy stimulation tends to have contraceptive effect. Use this point wisely and carefully when someone's already pregnant. Because if you do use this point when somebody is pregnant, especially with a deep insertion, you can uh, bring on possible contraction of a uterus, potentially can uh, cause a abortive action. Abortive action. So, um, let me think. And uh, we have classics. And in the classics, Senjiu Jiaijin uh, talk about how uh, this point is useful for any kind of abdominal hernia pains, uh, useful genitalia pains, urinary difficulties, uh, yellowish urination. And Tong and Sushi talk about the same thing. Except you also say that it's very good point for postpartum incomplete discharge of a placenta. Zhen Jiu Da Chen talk about how this is good for Lin syndrome, and as also again uh, any kind of postpartum uh, irregular or uh, an incomplete discharge of the product of conception. Uh, so this is some of the classics in research. Um, <clears throat> you know. A lot of time they tell you in a massage, you don't really want to massage this point because it can cause infertility. There's really no evidence in that. So I wouldn't really go with it. Uh, there is a research that show that by treating this point in animal study, um, it can, it, it actually may uh, uh, cause a little more contraceptive, especially in mouse study. So there's a mouse study uh, shows that. And uh, uh, second of all, it can also reduce uh, pregnant woman's uh, blood pressure. So since it has been used, interesting enough, for a preeclampsia situation, preeclampsia situation. Uh, this point combined with hard soup point 
has shown it can actually increase and change the QRS, not increase, but change the QRS of the uh, um, uh, echocardiogram, uh, EKG uh, uh, differences and changes how the heartbeat uh, really presents itself. So that's the point. Boy, that's well, this is a long one. Uh, uh, let's go to REN6 if we are ready. Qi Hai. <clears throat> Qihai is uh, another very famous and useful point. It is commonly known as Boyang, <coughs> Jiyang, Dantian, Xiamang, Mangziyuan, and Xia Qihai. Xia Qihai. And uh, it originated from Huangdi Neijin Lin Su, Jiu Zhen, Yuan. Talk about the origination, the location, as well what's used for. Qihai, Qi means Qi, Hai means the ocean. Since this is the area where your source qi collects, so it's commonly as named a sea of the qi, sea of the qi. So that's the meaning of this point. So Jim, how would you locate it? On the anterior midline, three and a half zone superior to the pubic symphysis, which is also 1.5 zone inferior to the middle of the belly button or the renate point. Great, and it's a uh, <clears throat> it's actually a source point of Mang. Mang is actually an understanding a new understanding that this is Mang Gao is uh, in a in a place where there is essence where the essence is stored. <clears throat> this is a source where the essence is stored. It has a cheap benefiting function, assists in Yang regulates menstruation, and as well as replenish essence. So that's the action of this point. So what are some of the primary indications? Well, genital pain, urinary complaints, low abdominal pain distension, also female complaints, menstrual as well as vaginal, male and female infertility, in that sense, similar to uh, points lower that we've discussed, sexual dysfunction. But in this case, I want to start asking, adding a couple more uh, intestinal complaints, diarrhea and or constipation, flatulence perhaps as well, and uh, I'll add low back pain once again. I want to say that since this is a sea of qi point, it's known to be effective when we have a lung and kidney qi deficiency asthma situation, it can actually improve the receptivity of the qi, receptivity of qi. It's a one heck of a point for disease prevention, as well as a strengthening point, very similar to REM4. Frequently people say REM6 is for the qi, REM4 is for the essence. So that's one way you can differentiate those two. Important combination, frequently combined with spleen 10 to tonify qi and tonify blood, helping you to treat for any kind of blood deficiency, amenorrhea, and also some Lin syndrome situation. You can combine with uh, spleen 6, spleen 6 uh, for the treatment of vaginal discharge and nocturnal emissions and scanty uh, menstruation. You can also combine with liver one, liver one and liver three, spleen six for treatment of uh, heavy, heavy menstrual flow or actually uh, an abnormal excessive uterine bleeding. You can combine with REN4, spleen six, 
for the treatment of bladder infections or lower jiao dam he. It can combine with uh, uh, basically a, a, a C, a REN12 and REN17 for the treatment of reversals, um, nausea, and vomiting, and reflexes. So these are just some of the old. You can combine with kidney su and lung su point for the treatment of asthma of deficiency type. Anything to add? No, you've covered quite a few indications. I'll talk about uh, then um, needling, perpendicular needling, 0.5 to 1 sun, on occasion 1.5 sun may be appropriate, uh, and uh, that's how we would needle it. Very good, and you can also max out this point. Again, very careful during the time when the bladder is uh, full, and also use very carefully during pregnancy as well. And uh, as in classics, there's a lot of descriptions. Talk about this point is good for borborygmus. Asthma, especially is coming from the bottom, where the qi rises upward, causing asthma. Uh, this uh, point can be also uh, used uh, basically combining uh, with zhu uh, sanli as well. Zhen jiu talk about this is good for hernia. Uh, good for easily sign and Beiji changing Yao Huan talk about how this is very good for edema uh, and you can max out this point. Tong and Sushi talk about how this is good for irregular menstruation, infertility, and it's also used in a man's situation where you're tired, fatigue, chronic illnesses, and you can also max out. Zhen Jiu Zisen talk about how this is very good for source qi. Zhen Jiu Da Chen talk about same thing, except now you talk about cold and deficiency kind of pain and postpartum issues, irregular menstruations, and not at least uh, bedwetting in children. Sen Yu Ge talk about how this is a very good point for almost any kind of qi condition and we should max out regularly. And Yi Zhong Ji Jian talk about how this point can be used for all qi conditions and used for cold, wind, summer heat, as well as damp conditions for edema as well. Pu Ji Fang talk about how this point can be needled about uh, a fen, so it's just a little shy of one chun, um, and uh, we should sedate, and uh, uh, after sedate, we should tonify, and this is a way that it can be used to uh, basically strengthen the qi, strengthen the qi. So this is some of the classics. And let's go to research. Uh, if you can uh, wrap this point regularly, it can tonify your qi. It, has, it strengthens immune function. Uh, every day, if you needle REN6, REN4, as well as stomach 36, it starts to help the body to produce antibodies, especially in a situation of any kind of bacteria infection. So it's uh, any bacteria infection. It does its general spectrum. Um, it also can be helpful to treat for uh, reduction and deficiency of sperm. Deficient of sperm, moxibustion seems to be helpful. It can also change and affect the pituitary and the adrenal functions. And uh, um, it can also help to change kidney functions, kidney functions. It can help to reduce blood pressure. It can help to reduce protein urea. So this is some of the research of this point. So Jim, do you have anything else to add? 
Well, only that uh, these are some important points, especially REM 3, 4, and 6 uh, in the low abdomen that we should use more often for our patients with those types of indications. Yes, and I use uh, this point frequently with REM 4, and the reason is that you can say that one is very much for uh, inherited essence, and the other one is frequently useful in uh, acquired qi. So in a combination of inherited and acquired, it's a very nice combination as a major tonification, especially combining with stomach 36. So I want to say that this is a very important point, widely used for not just gynecology, but for a lot of deficiency conditions. Thank you, Chen. Thank you, Dr. Dow. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points, and we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health.